<laughs> Is it going? Hey. Welcome to the Mar Experience Stories of Recovery. My name is Matt Shedd. So this is a special live episode recorded on location. Basically what this is, every year Mar hosts a celebration of Recovery Banquet. And this is a big deal for Mar. Alumni come back from all over the country. In fact, one alum even came all the way from Thailand this year to be back for the banquet. It's an opportunity for everyone to come back and reconnect with staff members, other alumni, and the whole Mar community. Everybody gets dressed up for a nice dinner, there's a silent auction, and we hear from a speaker in recovery. Like the name says, the purpose truly is to get together to celebrate recovery. But before the dinner, the day starts off with an alumni pancake breakfast. I am Kimberly Collins. What's your role here? I am an outreach coordinator as well as the Women's Center MAR alumni coordinator. And what are we doing here this morning? We are at the alumni breakfast. Uh, We have been doing this for many years. It's a great chance to start the banquet weekend morning with some food and fellowship. Awesome. I'm Gil Smith. I'm of the class of uh, 2000. I came in here December the 12th, crawled in here December the 12th, uh, the year 2000, about 18 years ago. I was a United Methodist minister uh, for 25 years, but uh, prior to coming in here, uh, surrendered my credentials and uh, I'd lost everything and like I say I crawled in here and Mars saved saved my life and and uh, after a couple of months being here uh, they made me get a job Rick uh, told me I had to get a job within 48 hours or I'd be on the street I just didn't want to be on the street in, in Atlanta so I got a job at Waffle House oh, okay. Waffle House was my cathedral it was my place uh, of new beginnings I, I was assigned cleaning the toilets and washing uh, you know, the dishes, and I caught the bus right outside the halfway house on Beaufort Highway and went across town to Jimmy Carter Boulevard and uh, did the 7 to 3 shift. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and that, that's where really, truly, my life changed at the bus stop. And it, it was February, uh, freezing cold, the rain was blowing sideways. I had my house shirt on, but I, I didn't have an umbrella or a coat or anything. I'm just standing there soaking wet. And I'm, you know, I'm 47 years old, and I've gone to Emory University. I have all kinds of degrees and all that, you know, but, but uh, I, I look up above the rain. I, I don't know if it was to God or where it was directed, but I, I asked this question, you know, how did I get here? And that was followed by a second question, like, what have I done? And then uh, I couldn't go to work that day. I went back to the halfway house and, and cried for about a day and a half. And uh, that was my um, breaking point. I call it broken for good. And uh, my life's never been the same after the bus stop at Waffle House on Beaufort Highway. That truly is how it happened. And I still have my Waffle House shirt. And, and you know, I, was, uh, I did celebrate recovery, so I was a pastor for 15 years. But uh, on the back of my door in my office is my uh, clergy robe with doctoral stripes. But on uh, hanging in front of it is my Waffle House shirt, which my Waffle House shirt <laughs> meant more to me than the clerical robe. Because the robe reminded me of a time where uh, I, was, I was very sincere in ministry, but uh, I wasn't honest. <laughs> you know, I had... Uh, uh, I had faith, but what I was preaching Sunday after Sunday to people, uh, I, 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 I was good at it because I craved it, but I couldn't receive it for myself. But at the bus stop, I claimed it, you know, I owned it. And it hit me like a, 
train knocked the soul right out of me. And uh, that's what I mean. I, I couldn't go to work that day and, and went up and got cry. I was soaking wet and crawled in that twin bed, soaking wet and just curled up and cried and cried and cried. And, and sometimes I'd go in the closet and just beat the wall. And I mean, it was just unbelievable experience of pain and brokenness. You know, I came to, but I came out of that a new man. Not, not all excited. My roommates are the ones who said there's something different about you. And it was called humility. It was called acceptance. <laughs> it was called like if God wants me to work at Waffle House the rest of my life, what more is there? What more could there possibly be? So I, I was as, as at peace as ever, more so than I am today even. I mean, I was so at peace that riding the bus, God wanted me riding the bus, washing dishes, I did them the best I could, cleaning toilets, greatest toilet ever, you know. I just, you know, I, it was a beautiful time of, of no more pretense, you know, no more lie, no more hypocrisy or fraudulent behavior, no more lies, just this is me, here, here we go. My name is Elliot, I am an alcoholic. All right, and uh, what, uh, how, how are you involved in more? I came to Mar on September 10th of 2013 and stayed at uh, halfway for 123 days, spent 13 months at three quarters. So I just got four years this past September 10th, still been doing the, doing the deal. When I got here, my average weight is about 180 pounds and I was 127 pounds and yellow, yellow, all from drinking. So what keeps you coming back to these Mar things? Um, support community, all the people I've met in this wonderful program. This place saved my life, so I always have to keep myself grounded and close to where the place that saved my life. Huh? And so, what's one favorite Mar memory that comes to mind? Oh goodness, uh, maybe the tennis tournament we had when we were in three quarters. The softball team we played on, you know, it's just so many good times, especially in three quarter. But just meeting all the people, man, meeting so many people who are trying to make their lives good. Doug Brush and the counselors would tell people that nobody wants to be here, and I was one of the people who was like, I'm thrilled to be here, man. <laughs> I was I was lonely, isolated, had nothing going for me, and coming in here just making the most of it, trying to do anything and everything not to get kicked out, man. Right. Just trying to follow those rules and, uh, you know, do my best. I was going to stay sober regardless, or at least do my best to. You're in a room full of friends now. Yep. Um, or, or first, I guess, say your name. Mitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you stayed involved with Mar over the years? Uh, Mar has been a huge part of my recovery, um, even more so, I would say, than my home group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the friendships and the uh, relationships I've developed here, uh, including Doug, and uh, was close to Gigi before she retired, and, and all. Um, Keeps me coming back. I love sharing my experience, strength, and hope when I can. That's awesome. And is there, when you think back of all the time that you spent at Mars, is there a particular memory that stands out as something pretty remarkable, some, your favorite memory? I tell you, the Olympics every year uh, is just a, a wonderful event. Um, seeing the guys have some real fun. 
letting loose and, and seeing them really enjoy life without drinking and drugging. It's just a, it's a remarkable day. I'm not really for anybody, maybe the uh, halfway community that uh, is in my Monday night. <laughs> But I'm not for the staff ever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, well, yeah, I've seen Doug walking around here talking trash leading up to it. Oh, yeah. He does it for weeks leading up to it. And then he comes in that Monday morning limping like an old man. <laughs> yep, yep. He's a good man, though. I love Doug to death. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Mitch. I appreciate it, man. That'll, that'll be great. We'll just- My name's Rachel. Okay, Rachel, and um, how are you involved in MAR? Um, I am an alumni, so I was at MAR from March 2017 to March of 2018. Okay, and what keeps you coming back to things like this? Um, I like the community aspect of it and giving back, um, doing some service work with the girls that are still at MAR, because I know that really helped me when I was in halfway and three quarters. That's awesome. Um, and do you have a, so when you think back at your time at MAR as a client or, or as an alumna, uh, is there any particular memory that stands out as kind of a, a favorite MAR moment? Yeah, my very first week I was in Halfway, we all got together and went to a movie um, as kind of a reward. I was I was there before they put in the hard work, so I just got the reward part. Um, but it was my first experience kind of having fun in recovery. Sure, I'm Lindsay W. I'm an alcoholic. I'm alumni now. I started Mar on March 13th, completed Halfway. June 13th and spent the rest of the time in three quarter. So what keeps you coming back to stuff like this? Just the amazing um, community and fellowship that I get from Mar. Um, It's something that I never expected. I wasn't looking forward to before, but I don't know how I would have done this without it, Mm -hmm. honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Uh, And and, uh, what are you, what are your, if, when you think back at your time at Mar, what's a particular memory that comes to mind of a good Mar moment? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, you can share more than one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember doing um, going through an, an assignment, and it was a specifically hard assignment for me. I think it was step one, part two, um, and I was having a lot of trouble doing it. And the women that I was with um, stayed up with me all night, um, and kind of helped me regain focus, sat there, um, hugged me, talked to me so I could talk through it um, and made what was going to be just such a difficult time so much easier. Um, and just them being there, I mean, when they were tired and everything. And that was pretty early on in Mar. And so I think that was the first time I really started to trust other women mm. that it was more than just lip service and that, you know, we really did care about each other. And that was the first time I think I'd had that, in a long time at least, so. That's powerful, that they're actually gonna show up and sit there with you through something pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, Um, I just wasn't used to that, and I didn't believe that it was actually, that was how it was gonna be. Um, But I could just tell, you know, that that it was, uh, you know, women who loved each other and, um, and truly actually cared in the fact that we were all going through similar things. Um, it was just, it was an amazing feeling. Yeah. You just uh, introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Eric and I came through Mar in 2009. Um, so it's been a, a good bit of years since I've been here. Actually, it's been a, a while since I've been back to the building here, but um, I, I truly only have positive memories of, uh, of coming through here. I guess at the time I was 
you know, I was volunteering to come in here, so I was ready to do it. So, but I just immersed all the, the material and the everything that was said. Um, so I was ready to do that. But I, I have so uh, such fond memories of the uh, the relationships that were developed in here. But it's amazing when I think back of, of how positive an experience it was spiritually. It was, it was one of the best times I felt spiritually when I came through here. Even though it was the, one of the roughest times when I came in. Uh, once I accepted the process, I, I, there was a underlying feeling that I, I, I hadn't felt it before in my life. And what got you to come back for, for this weekend? Um, just I was encouraged by a family member to, to why don't you just go in and I'll, you know they'll watch the kids while I um, come reconnect and you know I'm more of in a stressful period in my life so that was probably why they recommend to come back and just visit so you know it's already been nice to be here it's amazing coming in here but at the time just not feeling the judgment you know it's one of the one times where you feel like you're not being judged that whole thing so the whole thing was was amazing I, I talked to my wife she's not never had an issue she doesn't drink but. I tell her about it, and she's always smiling when I tell her about it. Now we're going to shift to the banquet portion of the day, and we'll hear from alumni, professionals, staff, and friends of Mar. So, Doc Eldridge. Yes. Former mayor of Athens, right? Former mayor of Athens. The best part of that is the former mayor. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> it's, um, I was former mayor of Athens. I ran the... Uh, Chamber of Commerce for a dozen years, so uh-huh. I grew up in Athens. Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's sort of in my blood. Gotcha. And I came over here despite the fact there's a home football game today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you must really love Mar then. <laughs> What's your association with Mar? I'm not with Mar. I'm not an alumni right. of Mar. I am a recovering alcoholic, and um, I retired from public life private life last march i had spent my entire life in the public and private sector and i was ready for a change and all i do is help people get help Mm -hmm. i'm not involved in the business end of it i'm not involved in the management end of it i just help people get help Mm -hmm. and uh while uh i was the president of the chamber of commerce for i guess 12 years and I get a phone, I get a call from Kimberly Collins with Mar, and she said, "I want to take you to lunch." And entered, I had heard of Mar, but I didn't. Yeah. I did not know of Mar. Yeah. And so this was a couple of years ago. Mar has helped me with a couple of friends of mine's children over the last year and a half. I mean, I have learned about Mar in the last six months more than I ever knew. Yeah. Been educated about it. You know, it's a it's an incredible program. Yeah, and um, have done a lot of great things in the Atlanta area, all over the country, really. So, what keeps you coming back to things like this, Willie? You know, when I was leaving Mar, and uh, I went around to all the counselors and asked them, "What do you fear for me most?" And I I lived alone, so I thought it might have been isolation or whatever. It was really that they uh, to the to the counselors is that you won't stay connected, that you won't follow through on your aftercare plan that you wrote in your exit strategy. So we fear that you'll just kind of hang out where you are and never come back. Wow. So I'm a little over six years sober, and I come back a lot. It's important to me. I mean, that place, you hear it a lot, but that place literally saved my life. And it allowed me the connection back with all my kids and my brother, and it, that's really healthy. So 
and my grandkids now. Yeah, and I, and I didn't understand what grace was. I thought I was the one generating it because I was creating all the luck for myself, so to speak, you know, and I was, I mean, the, how I got tomorrow was I was in a hospital bed near dead, and uh, I took a turn and my daughter was in the room and I coded and they you know, pushed her out and they finally revived me and uh, I left all that and I came tomorrow and a day and a half later I was back in the hospital. Wow. And I spent another week in the hospital and as I was discharging I kind of walked to the general area in the hospital like where you pick people up I didn't see anybody and then Doug walks in. And I said, what are you doing here? And he said, I'm taking you back. And I said, you sure? I mean, you know what happened to me. Do you trust that it won't happen again? He says, what are you talking about? You're coming back tomorrow with me. So there was grace there that I was extended. And I never realized it until later on. You know, Doug kind of put me on that pathway. Not a lot of treatment centers, I imagine. The director would come and pick you up from the hospital. (laughs) He had already taken my family. Yeah, I thought I was just gonna. I was looking for one of them. Uh huh. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So he, he did all that, put that in place. Uh, Hello, my name is Andy Warnke. I'm a professional counselor in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, I have a practice um, in Georgia and Roswell with uh, 11 clinicians, and uh, we kind of can't. We kind of uh, cover everything mental health uh, counseling wise. So, uh, what what comes to mind when you think of Mar? Just great, um, great therapist, great customer service. If I'm going to send a patient somewhere and I know that, that I want to get the best of therapy, um, Mar is a great choice for that. I've always been happy with the therapist and the, the therapeutic alliance that they make with their patients. It's, uh, it's number one to me, the, the, the uh, counselor and, and patient alliance, especially in recovery. Wow. And it, that's so encouraging to hear. And from, from a from the professional therapy community too because that, that's that's absolutely yeah absolutely We've just known them for years i've been in the area since uh, 1990 so uh just my my allegiance with mars is, is very good how many clients would you if you had to guess how many clients would you say our practice um we, we sent to mar oh god over the years yeah um, i'd say uh in the teens oh wow yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate the support. Yeah. Is this your first banquet, or have you been? No, no, we come. Uh, my wife and I come every year. Oh, yeah. great. So any thoughts on what on, on what the banquet means to well, you? Well, Kim or? Collins is, is one of my um, outreach uh, people. I've been working with her for years, and she's just uh, she's the salt of the earth. And, and um, if I miss this banquet, I would uh, I would be in real big trouble. It, 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 but, but that's not the reason I come. <laughs> I, I love coming. It's a yeah. great meet and greet. It's a great cause for... Uh, for um, donations from our and it, it's a great organization does a lot for the community in mm-hmm. here in Atlanta and, and, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Jim Suckman, I'm the CEO of MAR. Great and uh, how's banquet weekend going for you so far? For me it's going great. Uh, got a lot of good people doing a lot of hard work and uh, getting everything ready making sure everything goes smoothly. Uh, it's just fantastic. It really is. And is this all I remember when you got up last year you talked about just when you're, you're looking out at the crowd and it's a yeah. can you just say a little bit about what the banquet means to you oh my gosh um it is i i just absolutely love being in a place where there are so many different kinds of people so many from every walk of life and we're all there for a single purpose and we're we're all gathered to celebrate one thing and that's recovery 
It's not about any one person. It's not about me. It's not about anyone in the room. It's about recovery. And it's just, you know, that's the way it ought to be. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I wish everything was like that. Yes. You know, <laughs> rather than it being about personalities, why can't it be about, you know, the, the principle, the idea, the, yeah. the concept? And I just, you know, it's just, I can't, I wish everybody, I know we can't do this, but I wish everybody could come up and just see from that perspective, just see the crowd. Yeah. Uh, it, it just is, is one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. Yeah. I, I came home after that breakfast this morning, too. Yeah. I was just flying high. Oh, well, that was great. The energy there. Of yeah. Just, and it was so great to hear the people in currently in treatment sharing and getting to see yes. that they have this whole family of support of yeah. people that have been through Mar and yeah yeah it was it was the breakfast and the meeting it was just oh my gosh it was it really was wonderful I I, I got a lot out of it I yeah I was uh, I was so glad I was there mm-hmm. and, and one person said it this morning uh, they said it he, he didn't get it at first but it's about the community yeah and everything hinges on the community and that's it and tonight we got a, a big community that's you right. know coming together and uh it's just yeah that's the secret yeah that's right it that really is and we, we clean up pretty good too <laughs> <laughs> hi my name is kathy shellman and i am mar class of 05 all right and uh why do you keep coming back to things like this kathy well they told me early on that if you stay connected with mar you have a better chance of staying sober and since i relapsed at 13 years i want to do whatever i can not to have to do that again because coming back was way harder than coming here the first time so but i was one of the lucky people i got to come back you've been to the banquet before oh yeah how, how many times would you say since 1989 I've only missed a couple because actually when I met Richard, he was Mar class of 87 and one of our first dates was the banquet, the Mar banquet. So what comes to mind when you think about the banquet specifically? Oh, for me, it's a, now that I'm a Mar alum myself, it's about connecting with people that I was here with or and people that I haven't seen in forever that just come back for the banquet and catching up and going, yeah, life is still good for you, you know, you're still hanging in there and we're back here where it all started. And so it's really, really valuable to me to be able to come back to see the people. The speakers are always great. And I like getting dressed up sometimes, yeah. but it's mostly about seeing the people. That's awesome. Yeah. And Man, I wonder if you're the person here who's been to the most banquets. You're probably up there. Probably up there, yeah. And <laughs> my mother-in-law, my, we were talking about this because my mother-in-law came to Mar in 86 when she was 65 years old. Uh-huh. The general's wife in her mink and her pearls came to live with the crack addicts in a halfway house for three months. And she was sober until she died a couple years ago. And she was a faithful Mar banquet attendee. And she would buy a table for all of us because a lot of showmans have been through Mar. So we needed a whole table. So she would buy a table and we would all come to the banquet. And that was kind of her thing to do was to treat us to seats at the banquet. Oh, my and gosh. so we're really missing her because she hadn't been here in the last couple of years. But she came up until she was 90. She wow. was still coming I think it was the 40th anniversary banquet. She was here. She was 90. She was the oldest Mar alum. Introduce yourself. I'm Jordan, big old alcoholic. Reminisce well, a little bit. Well, I know. I know. I had a great memory of getting kicked out of Mar. Is are we rolling here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I actually was very appreciative later about getting kicked out of Mar because one, 
um, I, I came to realize that the reason they did that was they loved me enough to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they loved me enough to say, look, the structure is in place for a reason. And if you go outside the, the boundaries, whatever, we're going to have to kick you out. Wasn't thrilled about it at the time. But then two days later, when I went down to Traditions, I, Trey here was one of the first people I met and made me feel welcome. And uh, we, we quickly became best buds. We rented, uh, rented some stupid movies from the Target or bottom. We, we couldn't rent them. We had to buy them. But you used to call me um, Isolation Station whenever I would, whenever I would stay in my room and read, and that kind of like got me out of my shell a little bit. And so, for me, that was pretty special. So, you want to introduce yourself? My name's Trey. I am a alcoholic, heroin addict. Went through Mar, uh, met Jordan. Um, you know, one of my favorite memories of being there was, like Jordan said, the structure. Um, I actually, my whole life, I had been looking for a group of friends, um, and I had met some people that. Literally five years later, I've, you know, I still have those friends, and I come here every year and I see them, and um, it's just really cool that you get somewhere and you get so broken, you get so lonely, that you meet so many cool people. They end up being, even if you don't see them all the time, they end up being lifelong friends. Um, I also was kicked out of Mar. I'm glad the structure was there. Yeah. Um, but um, it taught me a lot about myself and what I needed to, you know, leave those walls. Yeah. So, you got you got kicked out, and yet you're here tonight. Like, here tonight, yeah, absolutely. You can kick so, us out, but you can't keep us away. Right, you know? yeah. Still kicking, still sober. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so what keeps you coming back to stuff like this? Um, I love Mar. It saved my life. I've been to multiple places. Um, literally the structure and the people that were there in place at the time just kind of grabbed me and helped mold me into something that I thought I could be and wanted to be. Um, and it's just kind of progressed over the years. So. It's only right to come and pay tribute to that once a year and come see everybody and shake some hands and hear a great speaker, eat some good food. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Ray Cowan. So, Ray, how have you been associated with Mar? 30 years. Not a former client, but a former advocate for many, many years. One of my good friends used to emcee this for many years, Susie Marsh. And... Uh, we were always here in attendance whenever we could be. Oh, that's great. Bill Barnes is a close friend of mine. Oh, gotcha. And uh, so we get here whenever we can. So, yeah, just talk right into that thing. You can put on the headphones if you want. Yes, I can. Here. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Thurman Strother, and I was uh, I have the honor of being invited by uh, Jim Seckman and his crew. Uh, I've known and worked with Jim for 28 years. I hired him when he first started working in the field. And so I am a uh, dear, dear friend of Mar. I've known them for almost 40 years. Um, I started working with people that were in mirror image in Mar, I think in 1977. And um, Mar has been a tremendous friend of mine and to the community of Atlanta forever. Uh, I probably uh, honor them as I would honor any program that's done done the work that it's done in this field forever in the United States. Um, they have to stay true to what they believe and what they what they do. Uh, they are heart and soul and love and community and caring and embracing life 
They have not changed one bit since they opened the doors many years ago. Uh, they have not compromised what their product is in any bit. Um, there's been a lot of changes in this field. I've been blessed to be a part of it for about 41 years now. And uh, all I can say is uh, they are a friend of, the, of this world and uh, they continue to save lives and improve the quality of living for many, many people, including the families of the addicts that suffer so dearly. What? So that, That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for your service and loyalty to Mar over the years. What, what, what do you think is unique about Mar? I mean, you've obviously worked in the field for a long time and you're familiar with a lot of programs. What's, what jumps to mind when you think about Mar? Well, what comes to mind is they're truly, they, they work from their heart and they're caring of people. They don't threaten people into changing their lives. They invite them. And it's through their relationship and, and how they work as a community that separates them from so many programs that are trying to be so, try to outsmart this disease. Uh, Mar believes that you don't outsmart it, you separate from it, and you embrace God, self, and other. Mm. And, and they've stayed true to that, and um, I will always love them. Thank you so much, Thurman. I really appreciate you, you coming by and sharing that. It's my pleasure, Alan. I, I yell it on, on the top of mountains all the time. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Thank you My so pleasure. Much. Yeah, Thank you. why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Tamara Wisnett. I'm the billing analyst for our billing administrator for MAR. Oh, great. Thanks so much, Tammy, for coming by. So tell me, what's your favorite MAR memory? My favorite MAR memory, mostly it's when I see the guys after they've completed the 90-day program and they come, they're totally turned around and they come up to me and apologize and give me big hugs and say, I'm sorry for the way I treated you the first time I came in here. Because you, you see them on day one. Yes. And then you get to see them at, afterwards. Wow, exactly. that's great. So you, you see the transformation. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, yeah. and it's awesome. You know, there's a lot of guys. We've got somebody right now at the help desk working that he, I didn't think he'd make it, but he made it with flying colors and is still thriving. So it's awesome. Uh, Let me introduce myself. Yeah. Uh, my name is Clay Cutts. I'm a licensed clinical social worker in private practice in Peachtree City, Georgia. Um, of, uh, um, I enjoy working with Mar. I refer clients to to Mar uh, from time to time. I, I particularly women. I, I know that they have a strong men's community as well, but I really like the um, like the um, uh, gender uh, segregation, particularly for my female clients who have issues that are. Um, uh, uh, family of origin related where they need that sort of strong uh, female community to help them sort of learn to um, not just not just be learn to live in a sober lifestyle but uh, sort of learn learn life skills that life skills that sort of um, come out of a community of, of like-minded women so that's that's one of the reasons that I, that I um, enjoy working with Mar and, and um, I'm happy to send clients there. Thank you. That's great. And and is this the first time you've been to the banquet? It is the first time I've been to the banquet. Okay. Yes. Well, what's it like being here? It's, it's great. There's a, a, a lot of folks here, and it's a great energy, and uh, a lot of yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to looking around and, and enjoying the programming. Well, thanks for supporting Mark Clay. It's good to finally meet you Absolutely. in person. Yeah. Right, thanks. thanks uh, my name is Robbie Carroll. Uh, I'm a marriage and family therapist, and 
I'll call a drug counselor and uh, I do family meetings uh, once a week for folks both who are on the Alamon side of this disease and the AA side of the disease. And I am so, so grateful for Ma and the great work that Ma does. Uh, I have referred several folks to Ma and I guess there's several things that I really like about Ma. But one thing is that folks who are in recovery and have really not established a lot of good habits and life skills about how to grocery shop and cook their own food and manage the details of their own life, I think that, that Mar uh, does a great job with putting people in groups uh, of either men or women where they can both work the steps and learn these important life skills together. Uh, there's a lot of encouragement and what is so incredibly important in recovery in my experience, and I've been doing this for a long time, <laughs> is, is to be immersed in a community of love, care, and support. Very often, people come into recovery feeling so terrible about themselves. And when they can catch on to the fact that this is a disease and that they can work these steps and become a part of a fellowship of loving and caring people who are working the steps along with them, there's tremendous hope for recovery. And Mar does a fantastic job, for which I'm very grateful. So that's it for our special banquet episode. Tune in for our next episode to hear my one-on-one discussion with this year's banquet speaker, Lindsay M.